What's up, this is John Machega. Yo, with Kamal Franklin. And we representing Renegade Culture, 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 Culture. What up, what up, what up? It's Renegade Culture. Renegade Culture's in the motherfucking building. We doing good tonight. How y'all doing out there? Oh, uh, man, I think these people are doing well because they're now in the presence of the honorable, great, strategically inclined. Kamal K. Franklin here on the mic that you're actually <laughs> talking about, all right? <laughs> blow, 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 blow. Thank you, thank you. Joined by... <laughs> Yeah, hey, doctor, 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 doctor. Yeah, who's this other clinic in the middle? My man can't even get through his intro these days. Look at him, Mr. Longwind. You know what I'm saying? Usually you can't shut him up. Now he's laughing through five seconds worth of intro. What you call a cheap Longwind? Uh, oh, my God. He knew. I thought he was going to break into a story, but he just shut himself up oh, and, like, man. oh, my God. Yo, we got a special guest host tonight. My man. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, Renegade podcast. <laughs> Black bastards, the Randy on the fucking block. Culture. <laughs> anyway, I'm Clyde Jump Chang and these other two motherfuckers. I don't know who they are. Oh, I can't call you motherfuckers. That's not politically correct. Who <laughs> <laughs> move fool craze? Anyway, these punk motherfuckers. Ladies lovers, that's what it's called. Ladies lover. Oh, yeah. LL. You always want to throw hey. LL in it. Anyway, we live. We got Renegade really, really yeah. coaches in the building. And we have a special guest, as you just mentioned. I miss my man Chosen. What up, what up, what up, what up? How y'all doing? Chosen, what's happening? How's everybody doing? Man, man, Good listen. to be here, man. Thanks for the invite. Man, I'm me on. glad to see you, man. You put on, you came with your best dress cloak today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you took it back to the jungle, not the <laughs> shit like that. Not yeah, the, the streets. Cloak. What you <laughs> <say>? <laughs> look like they came with a pumpkin patch. Uh-huh. <laughs> We got lions and tigers and ears. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Like a dungeon dragon and shit. Word. Wow. We like that, though. Word came out the word. Okay, okay. Let's get you teamed up with him a little while, That's okay. That's okay. I'll be back. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the game coaching, man. No doubt, no doubt. Thanks for having me. Yes, know. yes. My understanding, wait a minute. My understanding is that you guys go way back, right? We do, man. We do, man. I've been running with Kalanji for a little minute, man. Long yes. minute, actually, man. Yes, a whole lot of minutes. Yeah. Part of the FTP revolution. Indeed. Yes, Indeed. yes. We, we met in a whole other state. Oh, That's word. how long we've been rolling together. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is our second organization we rolled with. That's a fact. Yes, a yes, fact. yes, yes. So, now, um, wait, wait, what's the second organization? FTP movement. What's the first? POCC. Oh, oh, President y'all do go way back. We go way back. What's the POCC? POCC, Prisoners of Conscience Committee. Shout out to the homie Chairman Fred. In fact, he'll be coming to the show soon. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, so we go way back. I met my man Chosen, Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, that's uh, on Malcolm X Day of all days. All yeah. right. You know that's what I'm saying? Yes, it's the Malcolm X Festival in Greenville, South Carolina. Shout out to Fia Wanganza. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so um, it was ill because of the fact that um, I was speaking of this joint, and, uh, you know, when, when, I, when I finished, you know, I'm yelling, fuck the police, and all that was a little uncouth at the time. At the time. You can That's only imagine. Time. So folks in Greenville was pointing with their feet like, yo, the police, because the police is like right with his doors and shit. Mm-hmm. They like, That's the police right him, there. Yeah. yeah, so they looking like, I done lost my rabbit ass mind. <laughs> so I'm talking about fuck the police, how they piece of shit, so on and so yeah. forth. When I dropped the mic, it was like, sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it was mad quiet. Yeah, I walking off. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Shows comes from nowhere and shit. And he's like, yo. You down with the POCC? I was like, yeah. I, was like, I felt like Mean Joe Green. Blue. <laughs> right. Yeah, you get your coke. Yes. Pick your face up off the floor. He's like, yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you, meant, you meant well. <laughs> you down with OPP. Yeah. So, so we've, we've been rolling together since uh, May 19th, 2004. Oh, Officially, yeah, Malcolm X Day. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, yeah. And then, many uh, battles together, many battles. Yeah, he ended up moving Indeed. moving to ATL. Yeah, uh, on the humbug. Yeah, tell me the story, man. ATL not too long after that. You know, he was, wasn't nobody fucking with him in the crowd. Nope. You know what I mean? He was like, Times haven't changed. Back there, you see what I'm saying? Back there. But I was like, yeah, fuck the police. You see what I'm saying? I'm the only one out there. I just moved here from Jersey, so I was fresh out there, so. What part of Jersey? Elizabeth. All right. Jersey in the building. Trenton. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. We up in here, son. Yeah, we in here. Yeah, we in New Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah. New Jerusalem all day. Philly last week. I know. I'm saying, where? Wasn't he? So Montclair or something like that. He like Bill Cosby. He go to way the wind blow. Yo, all right, so we're going to come back with some hot topics. My man Chosen, we didn't mention this. He's also a lyricist. 
We're going to talk a little bit about some hip-hop stuff that's happening. We're going to get into the Malcolm X documentary that people have been talking about. We're going to hit on that because, you know, next week is the 55th anniversary of Malcolm's assassination. So we're going to talk a little bit about that also and some other hot topics hitting our way. Renegade culture. Yeah. What's up, Renegade Coaches in the building? Yo, we back, back, back. Shout out to Salome. Anyway, Ooh. yeah, we're in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Stop, stop. <laughs> what? 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 No. She got a job. <laughs> she got a job. <laughs> she got a real job. I did a Kamal. Yeah, Rewind, Rewind selected. Rewind. <laughs> We're going to edit the name out for Prosper. <laughs> like the people that hire her listen to this. You selected it, so you know. Don't white people don't listen to this, girl. You're safe. There's a thousand Salome. That's right. She's like, yes. Not the one from this organization. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> anyway, you listen yeah. to Renegade Culture. Where? Where you can get politics, news. Social commentary. Yes, and the whole motherfucking throw. And speaking about that. Speaking about it. Because we got my man Chosen on, and we said before, my man Chosen is a lyricist, and we wanted to get yes. into, and some of this for me gets back into this this whole Kobe Gale thing, which I don't want really to spend any time on. But it's the it's the way that conversation is happening as it's mm-hmm. taken over our streets, it's taken over our public dialogue, and how we have conversations, and it's like just the power of hip hop. Yeah. Well, Chuck D. That. Chuck yeah. D. said that hip hop was uh, the CNN of the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, I you know I, I wouldn't even uh, argue that case right now because hip hop has become. Uh, they say the culture of hip hop. I know that Server and I and Many of us, we used to argue back in the day that hip-hop wasn't a culture. We said it was a subculture at best, but mm-hmm. um, I think that I would digress and say that hip-hop is definitely a culture. Yeah, and yeah. not only CNN, <clears throat> CNN and the National Enquirer like, of, of, yeah. of the black community. Yeah, yeah, because you get facts, you get fiction, you get all the above. A whole lot of fiction. Make believe, you get... <laughs> well, you get that with CNN, <laughs> you get, too. You get all, yeah, that's yeah, a fact. CNN, <laughs> CNN so, that's required. Now, now a lot of it turn into ads. They all talking about their clothes, what they wear, what they drive. And, that, and that's what the tracks are. The tracks yeah. are def- definitely they, ads. They was, me. too, but it just wasn't sponsored by big businesses yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Big businesses be- is put behind hip-hop now. You know, yeah. you, you turn to just about anything on TV and commercial, it has some influence of the culture in it mm-hmm. right. you know they are using that to push their products like they use sex you see what I'm saying just just about the same way so so does yeah. it does a hip hop even matter no more does it does it does it like you know like back in the day me and Klein's a little older than you Klein's older than me of course um <laughs> like you know hip hop was it was everything when it exploded well, right I had Rudy Ray Moore right in your time <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, oh. big meat Markham <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's, a, that's where y'all got your jackets from motherfucker <laughs> Rudy Ray oh, motherfucker slapstick oh. Jenkins over there yeah, anyway. you ain't that young got a little history you know what I'm saying look at him you got to read you got to read I like well, that Rudy Ray Moore they just came out to Netflix oh my god oh yeah there we go there we go but anyway, like y'all loved it. Yo, came, yeah. no, it was good. Okay, but, um, he said Pig Meat Martin. Nah, he went way back. Yeah, because it's like his teeth. He looked like fucking Pig. Uh, <laughs> so when we when we, when hey, we talk about hip hop, when we talk about hip hop, back in the day, it was all excited because it was brand new. It was this. It was that. It was underground. Um, and, and then and, and it wasn't point, on the radio. And it wasn't on the radio. But right. then at some point, we were proud of it. Because it was like this thing that was expressing culture and, right. and talking about sort of defiance, divide, yeah, defiance, all that kind of stuff. Right. But nowadays, it just does. It just seems like it's pop culture, and so you know, part of me is like, does it matter anymore? Like, it's, does it, does it even it, it, matter who the MCs are anymore? And they're running out of names too. You got Dub yeah. Baby, Little Baby, well, <laughs> Baby and Wayne. It, <laughs> it does and it doesn't at the same yeah. time. Like <clears throat> it does if you're looking for something out of it and you want it to progressively lead the culture into a way that is positive for our communities and for the minds of the children and the people listening to it but for the businesses and the companies who profit off of it it doesn't as mm-hmm. long as they hot 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's it's both. It's both. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that way, um, so who's the most relevant now? Who's for you? Like I, who who, I, who, who I, you think I, is like real relevant that's pushing the culture? Um, let's see. I like what J Cole is doing to a certain degree. Um, I like. I'm waiting to see what Kendrick is doing as far as an artist. I like what Kendrick does. Um, there's some people I don't know about. I'm not so much into relevance mm-hmm. as I am into uh, lyricism and message. I like you know Killer Mike. Um, mm-hmm. I like there's there's a good amount of people with relevance. Like, but even you know Meek Mill has some some importance in yeah. what he's saying and what he's doing. Yet all of the things you, yeah. you it. <laughs> It's like the thing you can find jewels from a fool. You know, you never, okay. you never, you never, not listen wholeheartedly to what someone has to say because they have an experience. They have something to say that can, you know, change somebody's life around. But it's the pros and cons. How much of it is positive? How yeah. much is it is leading people to well, another do direction? Think we, do you do y'all think we invested too much in? Do we believe too much in hip hop being something that's going to help? move our people something. I don't think it's going to help move. I mean, you got this whole Griselda movement. All they do is like a, a new cool G rap. All they do is talk about shooting, bang, 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 selling drugs. They Every hard, song though. is about... They hard. They got hard beats and they got a great flow. But oh, yeah. the butcher's yeah, yeah. sick, but it's just like the same old, same old. You talk about every rhyme. You talk about selling bricks, uh, shooting somebody up. And I get it. And then the, that was the whole thing with like NWA when it was just like, yo, bring them out because they're going to be talking about shooting this, shooting that and mm-hmm. everything. But on the real... It's, it's a fine line on that too, though, because that's their experience. Yeah. You're talking about people who really had... Like, NWA can't necessarily say that that was their experience. The True. only person that people could say out of that group that they vouched for was maybe Ren and Easy e yeah. And even Easy e wasn't no... Like, he had people that was bigger than him in his area. These dudes that you're talking about, that was their experience. They got, like... It's tried and tested. You can go look up stuff and document that. Right. So that's a little different when, yo, what do you have to talk about? You can talk about stuff like Biggie did, some of what he wanted, and some of what he projected for what he wanted for himself to create it. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm a, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna play uh, Cracker's advocate real quick, right? You good at that? Yeah. Um, you know, I used to hang with your dad. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm really, <laughs> I look at this and I'm, I'm like, okay, I, th- I'm, I'm beginning. In, in my older years, at one point, I was like, you know, these motherfuckers ain't saying nothing, right? But now, you know, when you work with youth, you have to kind of listen to what the fuck they listening to and get an understanding of what it is they're doing. Um, I'm bumping some shit right now. Uh, I was just talking about the baby, little baby, uh, Rich Youngin, that whole stunner for Vegas joint. It, it's, 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 to me, it's, it's entertainment, and it's just like the movies. No one's... No one's complaining about what the fuck they saying in country music. No one's saying complaining about what these heavy metal motherfuckers talking about, what these rock and roll casters talking about. Mm-hmm. They're not complaining about what the fuck the movies are showing you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the the same shit recycled all the time. It's no new horror movies where no motherfuckers are like some uh, uh, robotic serial killers and no shit like that. It's the same shit. So the thing is, why are we so hard on the youth opposed to trying to uh, teach where it is, the, the, the information is not really, you know, where, where, where the wires are crossing. Because some of these motherfuckers are out of their mind. You know, I still say, you look at a cat like Chief Keef. Chief Keef is special needs. If you look at Chief Keef and you you pay attention to him, he's special needs. Yeah. And take that along with some, uh, some codeine and whatever the fuck else they're being introduced to. You know, it's a whole different mentality and it's a whole different... Uh, thought process mm-hmm. We're looking at the fact And I blame this shit On the government mm-hmm. I blame it on the government Because of the fact That the government Has uh, consistently Taken Black men Off the streets Taken them out of the homes Made conditions Worsen So that there'll be Situations where you have Broken homes And so on and so forth And these are the byproducts You know what I mean These are the byproducts These are byproducts Of the drugs Being, being uh, Flooded the on the streets yeah. yeah So the thing is Unfortunately we blame The victim you know what I mean? The, the, the youth are not going to change just because you're coming up with a new fucking community center or a, a basketball league. Every fucking body can't play basketball. Everybody's not going to be a, a baseball player. Everybody's not going to play chess. You got to be able to reach the people where they at. Unfortunately, these artists, they're reaching the youth where they are. And they come from that area, from the streets. Right. This is, I mean, but this is part of the dilemma. I'm sorry, Trip. This is part of the dilemma for me is then 
again, I mean, is, if it's just music, you know, then we can't treat it like country music or like rock and roll music. It's just something to the bit. It's not. It's no to, longer personalized anymore. To a certain degree, so, the only difference in the dynamics between hip hop and country music is that we we are coming from a. a uh, area where we've been oppressed in the country so long and those who have been vocal about that oppression um, held those positions to speak to people right. and now those positions are held by these people that's still coming off of that same street mm -hmm. right. you see what I'm saying it's still a transformation they've transformed it Form themselves from off the street to a position of success for themselves and they've done it by being able to speak to people and the power of word which yeah. is very powerful Right, and and not only that, saying, so. and it's art too for yeah. them. Yeah, for, for them, art, it's yeah. art, but for us, it's a little more psychological what yeah. we put out. Because Indeed. if we're looking at people that get on the microphone that talk, that that are griots and stuff like that, like Mar Martin, Malcolm, and everybody else, Marcus, everybody, they said something in their rhymes, and we took it in. For right. them, it's just like okay, that's art, that's pretty, that's not real. But for some of us, it is real. So, but it's well, a well, I mean, e even and it, does it does it go into? A, a, even for those the culture does it is it like if, even if it's just music if it's like you, you are talking about like some of the negativity of it like some of the, the cats talking about their street shit even if they're telling about their real life experiences we can't we can't su suggest that just because it's I, that, yeah, yeah just because their experiences ain't like somebody yeah. who's hearing it it's not like yo that shit is hot that's how you gotta live my life and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff because that's the thing about hip-hop is that it's so powerful yeah that it makes people want to be want to be there but that, that's yeah, music yeah. as a whole though that's music as a whole. Oh, I don't want to hear country music and I want to go no, rock no, okay. horse. No, no, no. no, no, no I mean, right. think, but think about this shit. If you listen, it's certain music. If you look at, listen to, uh, like back in the day, the Black Panther Party, one of their they main songs was uh, Junior Walking the All-Stars. Mm -hmm. Shotgun, mm -hmm. shoot em up, baby. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's it, it, it inspired. You know, James Brown, the big payback, certain music inspires people. The I tracks, mean, the beats. That's, that's kind of what music does in general. Yeah. You listen to love songs and yeah. you you feel very lovingly right, towards the right. I mean, it has an influence yeah. over you. So but before I lecture, it's true. Before I get on stage, sometimes, you know, I get into a certain zone to, to, to do certain things or whatever. I might listen to a certain, I might listen to, 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 to like you said, Killer Mike or Run the Jewels. All that shit ain't fucking positive. Mm -mm. LP, he talking about, you know, fucking. You know what I'm saying? Killer Mike <laughs> talking about whatever. And it, it's just, it's, it's the, the beat, it's the hardcore joint. Yeah. I might listen to whoever. I'm Mob like, Deep. Yes, I'm going to keep yeah. it real with you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thought, I'm up, thought yeah. of as quote unquote conscious, but I'm not walking around listening to Dead President Public Enemy all day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I might put on some fucking Lil Wayne. I prefer J. Cole. I prefer Kendrick Lamar, artists like that. But at the same time, I'm a fan of hip hop. You yeah. know what I mean? So I listen to different shit. It don't mean I want to beat them motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, you at a place where your maturity level and your ability to take things Absolutely. in is able to discern who you are and your identity. Some people haven't gotten that far in this country. You right. see what I'm saying? They take stuff in and they lose the fine line between those two, especially as, as young children taking it in who want to identify with something they see that they relate to. It's like, oh, man, I can get this from this. I see that they they might subconsciously take these messages in, and their life start going in a certain direction without the, just by their attitude changing, yeah, yeah. by their, how they behave. Like, nah, I don't want to do that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, just it's just like these white boys check out the movies and go shoot some shit up. Yeah. They go shoot up Columbine. They go shoot up uh, the, the fucking joint, the, the, the country western joint, the biggest fucking quote-unquote uh, yeah. massacre. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no one is saying that that was driven by, by the music. You know but what what, saying? Like the, but he no shot up a country concert. Did he not like the motherfucking music? What the fuck was he listening to? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure those are equatable. Yeah, we, we maybe not. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think the motherfucker was listening to Mob Deep. True that, true, that's true. true. 54 year old white boy. Facts, I'm not facts, quite facts, certain. That's, that's, that's He's listening to Run DMC like, yo. I, I highly doubt he was. Put your nose in your brain. We We're going to come back with more renegade culture and hip hop. My man Chosen going to bust some rhymes when we come back. Blah. You are now listening to the Renegade Culture Podcast Show with your host, Kalanji Kamal, the Ear Doctor. You are listening to Renegade Culture Podcast with Kalanji Kamal in the Ear Doctor. Jersey, stand up. Uh. Listen, Renegade Culture. Yeah, let's Chosen. go. Uh. Yeah, let me tell you, uh. Had to breathe, uh. 
yeah Every beauty has an ugly side Cold ways of the world Tried to kill your loving side Feeling like summer died Seen too many lessons learned Because of pride Was advised to stay away from funny vibes Trust is blind Face my demons Never running high Need to send kites to homies That's doing 25 Could have been in that same position Like a bunch of times Ducking crimes I chose otherwise Style customized Know you doing something right When that money multiplies Double minds Yeah you could say that shit a hundred times From the bottom looking up Had no choice but to rise When it comes to skies I'm like helium's Bubbles, snakes come disguised as friends when you in the jungle. The power of my will instilled and built through struggle. Came out the rumble like Ali with his fist raised, Chris Fade, sharp as a switchblade. See, they wanna have it all, but that's not being realistic. I celebrate life every day when they say you gifted. Presented gems and the value is so intrinsic, natural mystic, captivating to my senses, so vintage. I'm not one to scrimmage, regardless of incentives. Some say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Attentive, I don't just listen, I watch actions and behavior. Your patterns without expecting change to happen Adorned in creative fashions A fly nigga was told spread my wings To the winds of time lifting Yeah! Blah, 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 blah. Man, 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 Let's blew that up, y'all right. Yes Let's blew that up Yes yeah. Live and direct for Renegade Coach You heard it here first You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Um, for the listeners, we want y'all to know Again, that's my man Chosen um, In the future We have uh, our new Renegade Spotlight, you know what I mean? We're going to be shining the floodlights on the artists. Yeah, We're going to yeah. be bringing them through here. If you're uh, you an artist, get your weight up. You know what I mean? We're going to have folks coming <laughs> through here. You're gonna have get, to get your, your shit together. Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Come here fucking around. Come with that week. We'll laugh you know your saying? ass all the way off the block. You, know you, be, you be crying past the security. They'll be wiping your eyes and shit. Singers, all that. That's yes. Bring Singers, rappers, clappers. You know what I mean? Get that shit together. You know flute what I mean? Flute players? Yeah. Well, oh, with, yeah, there's a couple oh, flute players. You know what I mean? Couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have your shit in order. You ain't got your shit in order. You know what I mean? You, you, you muddy water. You getting sunk. Damn. Anyway, listen no, to Renegade Culture. We appreciate that choice. Yeah, man. Nah, I appreciate hot, man. that. Appreciate good, that. Good, good. Appreciate that. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, yeah, we was talking about before the break, we was talking about hip-hop and how hip-hop is or is hip-hop still relevant when it comes to uh, being the voice of the people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think that for one thing, I think that oftentimes folks see it as either or. You know, we have so many different uh, barriers and separation points. Like, it, for example, if a motherfucker say they part of the movement or whatever, it's like you're part of some type of clique. Like, oh, you, 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 you talking about that righteous shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You talking about that African shit. Is if you from another fucking planet or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we create all types of barriers and boundaries. Boundaries. We know, uh, like Kamal was talking about earlier, back in the day we had the block parties. Uh, before there was hip-hop on the radio, I remember when there, when, when hip-hops first started getting on the radio, mm -hmm. and you might have had, like, Chuck Chill Out and uh, yeah, uh, Chuck, Red Alert and them Shout out playing on one night. Uh, who's Mr. Magic. Mr. Magic and Marley Marl on, on, on BLS. You know what I mean? You had 92 K2, K2U back in the day. Mm -hmm. And we you had I mean? Power 99 in Philly, Lady B. Definitely Power 99 yeah. in Philly. Shout out to the Hilltop Hustlers. Well, out there. Hey, you already know. I, I used to go out there and bust the Hilltop <laughs> Hustlers' ass. Yes. <laughs> from Bridgewood, Connecticut. Uh, Recognize that. Oh, yeah, here we go. Right. <laughs> had to put it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what, you back up the turn, Mike. See, that's it. They were. They weren't popping that shit a few episodes ago, but man, Tori was saying, he said, oh, he said, you ain't gonna be talking all that shit about Bridgewood. Cash like, tweet, 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 tweet. Yeah. Finish your point. He finish erased point. the whole joint. Finish but anyway, point. my point is, hip hop has always been a voice, but at the same time, um, you know, it's like what Che Guevara said. Che Guevara said, the role of the artist is just as important as the role of the gorilla. You know what That's I mean? So fact. it's always a message. And I want to clarify something because I know that some of the listeners I, I referenced a few different artists who would be considered just some young, dumb capitalists, right? You know what I mean? And, and, and to some of our narrow nationalists, you know what I mean? To some of us, we look at them as our youth and our youth are family, whether we like it or not. You know what I'm saying? In our families, we have different folks who we may not be proud of, but that don't mean they're not family. True. You know True. what I mean? Some True. folks are redeemable. And, and, and some folks are redeemable in cases like Detroit Red, who ended up being El Hodge, Malik Shabazz, Malcolm X. So imagine Detroit Red might have been the baby hip his day. Mm -hmm. He might have been the, uh, uh, what's one of these other little rappers? One of these, uh, the, the young thugs and all Kodak, those type rappers. Kodak Blacks. Kodak mm -hmm. Blacks. He was, he was somewhat ignorant. 
he was a cat you want to stick your foot up in his ass. Mm -hmm. But then he grew. Yeah. He learned. So we can't just throw the baby out with the bathwater. We have to begin to reach him where they at. So speaking on that note. Yeah, on the, the good segue, my man. Like on so the Malcolm X documentary's been on uh Netflix now for about a week. Who killed Malcolm's the name of it. Yeah. And people have been talking about this a lot. People have been talking about it's a six part series, uh that that talks about Malcolm's death and assassination and who's responsible for it and attempts to lay out the case for um, the nation's responsibility and somewhat the case for uh, the police involvement in the FBI. And so it's an interesting piece, um, um, six episodes. I think we've uh, uh, we've either watched all of it here or we've watched some parts of it. Um, But I think it also is, is generating some controversy for some of the things it doesn't do and for some of the ways it sets up Malcolm's uh, both life and his assassination and the cause of it. And I right. think we want to have a deeper discussion about that part of it, too. Right. And I, I think that what's important because of the fact that, you know, there are a lot of people who are new to this particular business as far as the whole, you know, for many of us who have been around and have been, that are uh, seasoned uh, activists and folks who have studied uh, Malcolm and actually learned from folks who, ran with Malcolm, yeah. you know what I mean, who, who we've gotten direct information from in the past. Uh, this docu-series, it, it may be shocking to 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 new folks, and, and that's cool. We got to keep in mind uh, two things. Yes, the government assassinated El-Hajj Malik Shabazz. Yes, they used some niggas with bow ties, and they used some niggas with badges to 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 help to, pull it all to help pull it off, mm-hmm. and that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. And they ain't being disrespectful. That's mm-hmm. what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yep, and 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 see, and I, and I got to say this because of the fact that people are afraid to speak up on shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not an attack. If you didn't have anything to do with, it or your rank and file didn't have anything to do with it, then I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. But it's clear. It is documented that there were agent provocateurs set up, agents, infiltrators mm-hmm. uh, set up in every organization from the Nation of Islam to the Black Panther Party mm-hmm. to uh, RAM and so many other Snick, groups. Yes. NAACP. Every and, and many of them today. Yeah. Many of them that exist yeah. today. The, the conservative liberal types to the, yes. to the radical uh, black nationalist types. Absolutely. The but the line. focus was on the black nationalist type organizations people like Malcolm in the nation. That's right. And then the question becomes why, right? Right, right. Why was Malcolm the focus of the FBI, the local police department through BOSS, and the CIA? Right? And, the, and the why is just as important as who killed Malcolm. Exactly. Because of the fact that that's the part that's missing. Mm-hmm. Why did they kill Malcolm is more important. And it wasn't just because of the fact that the nation was upset with Malcolm. Mm-hmm. It was because of the fact that the federal government, under the leadership of J. Edgar Hoover, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, and all of these other different forces. And we got to, and and, and I, I want to hit it like this real quick because of the fact that I think that to the average citizen, when you talk about federal agencies, they think about the FBI, they think about the CIA, and then local police. There's over a thousand police agencies here in the United States. And that includes different military agencies, so on and so forth. So it might not have been one particular agency, uh, uh, one particular agency with that particular name, but it was definitely an agency that that uh, answered to the federal government, and that's what that's one of the deals that is happening. But there are files, FBI files that show you, that document that they wanted to get rid of El Hajj Malik Shabazz. There are members of the Nation of Islam who spoke bad about Malcolm, who wanted to get rid of El Hajj Malik Shabazz. There's niggas on the street that wanted to get rid of. Folks like Malcolm uh, um, El Hajj Malik Shabazz. You have people like Gene Roberts, uh, the bossy agent, known a known FBI. Yes, informant. and he was not. He wasn't just Gene Roberts. He wasn't just, wasn't just even there. With yeah. Malcolm. He was the other organization. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he in fact, his his Panther Twenty One, the whole yeah, nine. Yeah. His 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 entree to other organizations was that he was Malcolm's well, chief of security. security. Yeah. Exactly, and that was his entree. And, right. and if folks don't know, we're talking about the fact that he was on the FBI payroll, I mean, the, the police department's payroll. Bossy, yes. Bossy, when Malcolm was assassinated. And there's a famous picture of him giving mouth-to-mouth resuscitation to That's Malcolm. Right. That's right. Post-Malcolm getting uh, shot with the shotgun and laying on stage with Betty next to him. Now, I read somewhere, and it might have been, and, and hopefully we can get Carl Evans on the, um, on the joint, 
But I think I read in the Judas factor that he had a hole in his jacket pocket or something like a bullet hole, um, you know, when this thing took place. I don't know. I, I have to go back in my uh, piece because of the fact that I think that it's fair to say that most organizers I know who are hardcore nationalists and pan-Africanists are disciples of Al-Hajj Malik Shabazz. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most folks I know. To us, and I'm 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 going to jump out in the water and say this, Malcolm to us is would be what many Christians consider Jesus to them. You understand what I'm saying? And that's not saying him being no, that's not Deep, being yeah. uh, sacrilegious or anything like that. That's not putting him in no particular joint. Just but the it's importance. Talking, yeah, the it's talking about a man who, yeah. who was resurrected yeah. mm -hmm. from yeah. the streets yeah. and who became a, 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 a black a, messiah. An example, a, a communicator, a leader in voicing the opinion and the perspective of people on the streets. Mm -hmm. Right. Whether you, you like know? it or not. Yeah. And can't yeah. nobody take that shit away from them. Yeah. And so when we come back from we, our break, oh, go ahead, we go, I think we're going to do a bold question before we uh, go out to the break. Well, we I don't want to do a bold question on, on Malcolm's thing. I, I want to come okay. back after the segment. Okay, right. let's do that. And finish talking about Malcolm's. I think we got to hit on some of the important reasons as to why Malcolm was targeted and not just who targeted. And even who's behind the documentary and what they get out of making a documentary that looks this way as opposed to a way that was more revolutionary. Right, and why now? Yeah. Because of the fact that all of these, these questions are important. Why 55 years later? You know what I mean? So we want to get into all that and also other research materials that folks can uh, get into because we, we're glad that it is the fashionable season right now. I mean, the, the movie Malcolm with Denzel came out when? When was that? 90 what? That was like in the early 90s. Like 92, 90. Yeah, it was early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Was it 89? Nah, it was 90s. 90s. Okay, because I'm trying to think. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, you listen to Renegade Culture. Renegade coaches in the you, building. You, 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 we talking about who killed Malcolm. That's right. We you know, know what I'm saying? Chosen, Kalanji and Kamal. Yes, in the building. You know what I'm saying? Air doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Air doctor okay. in the building. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to get into like the uh, some of the limitations of the documentary is that it, we talked about this briefly before we left, is that it focuses on the who. And the who is already known, to be honest. So right. um, those, anybody who's read on Malcolm, uh, uh, Baba Zach Kondo, Carl Evans, even uh, Peter Goldman revised his book, The Death and Life of Malcolm X. Carl Evans, uh, The Judas Factor, and Zach right. Kondo Conspiracies all talked about the, the, the true assassins of Malcolm, right. which have been known since the 70s when William Kunstler represented at the time Tom Hare, who was the assassin caught at the scene, and he did an affidavit naming names. Exposing right? yeah, the, the original and, assassins, yeah. In Spike Lee's movie on Malcolm, they portrayed the killing in the, in the way, as far as they knew, the accurate names of the killers and their roles in the actual assassination. So that there's nothing, that, that stuff is not new that's out there right. that they're putting. Mm -hmm. um, for me, part of it is that they focus so much on the... Um, the who killed Malcolm and then making it this like interceding fight uh, between the nation and Malcolm for power when Elijah gets old and dies that they leave, they leave out most of the historical references that really talk about Malcolm as an internationalist, a revolutionary, someone who's traveling the world, making connections with African leaders, hooking them up to the African experience here in the United States and saying, you can't support that policy if you're going to support us Africans here in the United States, right? You can't, that we, we already know what this, what's happening here in the United States and we need to put you on. Right. And the United States did not want Africans in America 
to have personal connections and political connections with revolutionaries overseas. Right. Especially right. with some of his, of, of his statues. Especially, no, yeah, yes. definitely right. without his, sta- his statue. Especially. Right. Like, this yeah. man was calling for revolution. He wasn't yeah, calling it, it, for integration into America. And, every, right. and people were listening. And they people were, were listening. They were yes. with him. Yes. 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 And, that's, and that's why, yeah. and that's so why. No discussion around socialism. Right. Imperialism. Indeed. The ideologies of uh, revolutionary nationalism. That is nowhere to be seen in any way whatsoever in this documentary. Yeah, not too much, not too much of his ideology or or what he practiced, what he, after he said left. to the right. people after he right. separated from them and the wise, like you were saying, because that that I don't think they wanted to really focus on that. No. You know, in, in order to in a true spirit of Malcolm, I think that should have been in there in order to educate people on what okay, let me look more into why he did this, why he did that afterwards, so that way they can, you know, enlighten yeah. themselves. Right. No, no, I was gonna say one of the things that 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 kind of concern or alarm me as well is the brother who actually produced the documentary documentary docuseries, uh Abdul Rahman uh, Muhammad. Um we know he was <laughs> He did work with uh, the late Columbia uh, professor Manning Marable on his book, mm-hmm. um, Malcolm X and Life of Reinvention. Um, <coughs> and, and that's concerning to me because of the fact that Manning Marable, uh, his book, you know, did Malcolm no justice. You know what I'm saying? He made some, some serious claims and accusations against Malcolm. So for Homeboy to come out with this whole docuseries, um, you know, I, I think that from looking at him, he looks sincere about his work yeah. around El Hajj Malik Shabazz. But you know, motive and everything. Yeah, I, I, I agree because there were definitely parts of the docu series that I saw where I'm like, you know, is is dudes commenting on how Malcolm felt like this and Malcolm thought like this at this time? And I'm like, yo, y'all yeah. are reaching. Like yeah, right. he was jealous because like yeah. like y'all are reach. Y'all weren't even there, and to make these claims right. based on a person. You're assuming, okay, this is natural human behavior for a person to feel like right. he wasn't an average person. You can tell by his leadership and his stature. So how are you going to say that he's going to fall the way that he's moving is just going to fall victim to those things and speak out of anger? Yeah, I've been knowing know you almost ego. 20 years. I can't tell you how, you how the fuck you felt yesterday. They made it an ego sense. Like <laughs> exactly. there's this ego competition. Exactly. Right. And, and further, what you're saying is, is... And trying to say that's what drove him to the isolation to get to... So it's like, oh, well... What happens happens because he was this ego-driven yeah, person. That, yeah, no. Right, no, this was a political struggle, and not only between the nation and Malcolm. This was a larger political struggle between the direction of the African movement, the Black movement in the United States, the Black Revolutionary Movement in the right. United States, yes. hooking up with the African Revolutionary Anti-Colonial Movement and Pan Arab right. and Muslim movements because yeah. Malcolm was both Muslim and and Black, right? Right. So this was about all of those things being trying to be brought together in a way to support revolution here and support revolution internationally to diminish the capacity of the imperialist empire to do the work that it wanted to do. And in retrospect, looking at this may be harsh, no disrespect at all, but Nation of Islam still is good with Nation of Islam. As a community, as a whole, as black people in the whole in, in society, we haven't advanced because of their advancement or whatever they've gone through. We're still in the same position to a certain degree, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. in Russia's yeah. Like, well, yeah, back. the nation got to keep like, doing what it was doing. Exactly. You know what I mean? And right. But I think the other part, the, the and the other important part around the Manny Marable piece is yeah. there's a part in the documentary where the brother goes to find the book. The Manny Marable book. Hmm. Okay, I haven't and seen it. And he points that. it out and, to his son. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and the book right next to it, though, is a book that was edited by Jared Ball that I, I actually have a piece in. Mm. The Lie of Reinvention, which is a critique of Manny Marable. So he had both for a minute. And he goes, he goes like this. He's like, oh, no, not that one. I want this one. This is the real one. Ah, ah. So, so that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. So, he, so yeah, there's yeah, a... Yeah, there's his, a, son, his son was like, yeah, that's the book that you in right there, right? And he was like, yeah. yeah, that one right there. So it's yeah. a political... There's, so there's also like a, right. a political direction that this this movie is right. I mean this this documentary is headed into it was an attempt to assassinate uh, the character exactly yeah. and we know and those of us those of us who are in movement and struggle we know that Jared Ball we can pretty much bank on what the hell he talking about yeah. you understand what I'm saying and damn sure we wouldn't be fucking with no Manning Marable yeah. and, 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 and many folks think that uh, it, it was weird how Manning Marable actually um, uh, transitioned after that book's release. Because he spent mm-hmm. way more time 
focusing on the one person who sh- who allegedly it pulled the trigger versus right the why behind the scenes and the bigger structure right like you said you it, know? it became that whole thing like the talking heads the talking heads were Manny Marable talking heads you had yeah. the brother Khalil Muhammad who uh, was a, a chief behind the scenes writer of that book mm-hmm. who's uh, a, a, a Pernell Joseph who's written other books on Malcolm and again their basic philosophy about Malcolm is that Malcolm is the forerunner to Obama so mm. Malcolm is is now this is now being put into this liberal Democrat um, area of like Malcolm is part of the lineage of the Obama administration. Yeah, this this is literally in Pennell Joseph's book. That's this is literally of, that's a hell of a in Manny Marable's book. Yeah, yeah so they're hell of a like taking away <laughs> his revolutionary fervor, fervor aspects mm-hmm. politics. Mm-hmm. And making him a this important tiger. figure, yeah, this toothless tiger, this great orator who, you know, made us all feel the passion of being black, but not speaking again on his revolutionary activities that caused the government to surveil him and to be pull the strings, as my brother said, pull the strings and have other people do do the deed. I mean, you gotta think about too, you, when you talk about Malcolm, for all practical purposes. He was released from prison in what, 52, 53? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so he had been on the streets. Literally, he was assassinated in 1965, mm-hmm. right? The, the, be- the beginning years. of 65. Mm-hmm. So look at the strides. Look at look at the leaps and bounds that this man took. He was 39 years old when he was assassinated. He's two years older than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, but all of this work that he did in less than 15 years, I mean, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. On an international level, his work was so hardcore that to this day, 2020, we're talking about 55 years later, this man work still is being talked about, even in his room right now. Mm-hmm. This is that's that's an incredible feat. Yeah. You know what I mean? How many folks do you know of in the history of black America that had that type of impact and, and continue? For all practical purposes, I mean, we it's its no secret that he not only helped build the nation, yeah. but he helped to build black nationalism here in America because of the fact that you talking about groups like the Black Panther Party came after he was assassinated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Huey took on, you know, took on that, that spirit of Malcolm with the whole, uh, that international struggle piece. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the Black yeah. Panther Party, they, they were one of the only groups outside of, El Hajj Malik Shabazz that actually took this shit on an international level mm-hmm. who went and sat with all types of dignitaries mm-hmm. you know so it, it's a serious uh, yeah. piece so definitely um, yeah. you know now read your history about Malcolm read yeah, yeah. go read the books that we talked about The Judas Factor yes. Conspiracies The Death and Life of Malcolm X there's several other ones there's also the a DVD Malcolm X uh, DVD I mean, Brother Minister check that out as well The you Lie The Reinvention yeah. of Malcolm um, by Manny Marable, I mean by um, by Jared Ball about yes. Manny Marable. Yeah. You got to check those books out. You got to go yeah. to some better sources yeah. than the folks who are trying to basically replace the autobiography with their own book right. to be the chief source of what. Trying to rewrite knowledge. history. Yeah, and, and, and e- even in the joint, you got the white boy talking about uh, uh, Abdul Raymond. It's Rahman. Abdul Raymond is the is the uh, the <laughs> premier source when it comes to oh, the premier yeah. authority. How the fuck a white boy gonna tell you who the, the who the authority of Malcolm is? I mean, when it, they got it, Baba Zach Kondo in there, right? Who, who everybody's theories are really based on his, his investigations period. first and foremost. Right? But see, they use mm-hmm. him as a tool because yeah. of the fact that they had to legitimize mm-hmm. the particular thing. It's yeah. amazing to me some of the the folks who but, have been identified as agents who were in the film. Oh yeah, but you can still even see in in the film. He had to go back and counsel with him at the end. If you pay attention to that subtlety, at the end when he was at a point where he's like, oh, man, I did all of this and the dude that I was looking for is gone. That's the first person he went to go counsel. First person he went to go get advice from was the person who knows more than him on the subject. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. You listen to Renegade Culture. Uh, And um, right now what we're going to do in honor of my man Naka, who... uh, Reminds us of uh, a dirty red, a cat from Jersey. We want to, we want to go to the bold question. I think we, we should let Chose uh, do yeah. the bold question. Yeah. Uh, Chose, we know it's your first time here, see and probably your first time listening to the show because they'll be fucking with us. Like <laughs> probably not. You know, he's from Jersey. So before you read it, I mean, because 
first of all, my man. Get a disclaimer. It's not <laughs> English is not his first language. Not, not at all. I don't know what it is actually. You know what I'm saying. Uh, he, he writes. He bodies like is my first. Yeah. But anyway, people turn so he can understand. If you can interpret what he what he's saying. That's always that's always gonna be helpful. Don't try to be re- directly. Just, no. just read out the question and we answer when we come yeah. back. He, he was given an honorary lunch card for more. Man, class. shut the. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you trust more, your spirit or mathematics? We are gonna come back to that question the fuck that in a few minutes. He said, "Of course said, you don't." What do you? He said, "What do you? What do you question more?" So do you mean your spirit or logical deduction? Your thought process? Think about it, and we come back and answer that question. Renegade culture. We be back. We told you it was provocative. Mathematics mean. One, two, three, four. You got today's no, mathematics. Uh, knowledge, God. Knowledge. <laughs> you are now listening to the Renegade Culture Podcast Show with your host, Kalanchi Kamal, and the Ear Doctor. Sad Renegade Coaches in the building. Yo, we back, you know what I'm saying? This, this is a great show today. Yes, this is the only place in the world where you can hear Naka's nonsense and go to his bold That's question. Yeah. And you can ask, ask a question like, do you like one plus one or <laughs> <laughs> episodes of uh, rerun from what's happening? Do you like math or spelling? Anyway, <laughs> we, will, we will repeat the question, the bold question before we left. What is the bold question, please? We the bold know. question is, what do you trust more, your spirit or mathematics? Okay. So can we get some clarity on the the on All spirit right. or mathematics? So and is that a question? Yeah. So let's say like your spirit is love, but then you can also on a logically love. you say like a lot of women. You say like some love, women. Bubba? Here we go. Here we go. Love, we say like women, you know, <laughs> feel <laughs> off emotions. That's like a spiritual feel. No, like hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. What you mean, women fell off emotions? We all got emotions. Are you trying okay, to say women are emotional? Say, I can't even. <laughs> wow. So, but then, but then you'll say you no know, more. A lot of other people are like logical. They'll do the math. So why can't the, you just say? Or do you trust your emotions or your logic? logic. That would have been good. He's from the streets and he keeps it real. It's still not an even or that makes sense. Salome, Salome, please. It's still not that question. Okay. It like makes it seem like it's an either Either or. or. This question does too. the focus is to balance it, actually. It's um, the same question. Like (laughs) spirit or mathematics, like... <laughs> she had to, she you all right there? What's going on? What's happening over here? Why you breaking like, up? This question might be over your head. So <laughs> so your spirit animal or your or your shoe size? Which is you prefer? So what she's saying is that it's not an either more? or thing. It's not an either or. or. Yeah, I would. I'm not. I'd agree with that. Sometimes you lead with your spirit, uh-huh. and then sometimes you, you lead with, with your. Your mathematics, depending on what the issue is. But you like, always do your gut like Lauren Hill said, you know, they was telling her not to have the baby, but her spirit said, yo, I'm going to have this baby. Forget what the, forget what the math say, yeah, why yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this because that. of the mathematics of it. True. But my spirit is saying, yo, do true this. That, true. When did Lauren Hill say that? It's, on also, a, <laughs> it's on her album. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it still doesn't make sense because. <laughs> <laughs> microphone, you microphone, microphone, you got to We'll wait. No, but it's not nonsense, so it's not supposed to make sense. It wouldn't be nonsense. It still doesn't make sense because it's like they also inform one another, right? So in the same way as they're not either or, like your spirit informs like your logic and your logic informs your spirit and your emotions. So both of them always have to do with each other. And even in like, for example, the case of Lauren Hill, like a a lot of the messages that she was being told were yes, based off of mathematics, sure, off logic, off of calculations with her career, but it's also based off of like the culture, so therefore it also has to do with spirit. So both sides have to do with spirit. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, right, Miss Cleo daughter. Alright, that's I like that. I like that. What do you what what what, what do you have to say? He, he get, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go Oh you gonna bracket you gonna bring something I mean else? I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with what she, the sister was saying. I think what he meant is which side do people I, I guess us personally Person. ba- balance more so with because yeah. There is a tug of war sometimes with people between the two. So, which do you lean towards more so as an individual? Is that what you yeah. looking for? Yeah. There it is. See, oh, it's okay. not a bad question if you, you know, you, hey, from Jersey. It's, you can it's like, decipher it. It's like, it was three different answers for 
a question that never came about. First I one, mean, an invitation next for 15 minutes to try to figure out what that question is. They had to decipher it. an answer. You could say it's not an answer. Salome fell question. on the floor eight times like, it still doesn't days. make sense. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. The goal is to balance. The goal yeah. is to, to okay. find a balance right. between the two. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the ultimate goal. I lean goal. more on the logic. You know what I mean? Like, emotions mm-hmm. can steer you wrong. You got to do make some cold, hard calculations yes. mm-hmm. on how to go forth in life. That's, yeah. that's true because emotions are very fleeting. But mm-hmm. then again, at the same time, logic can be implanted implanted by information that you see if you don't have deduction. <coughs> so, logic can definitely be illogical. You know, you can read something that's not, you know, right on yeah. point, but if you don't have other information that's that's counteracting that or supporting it or going against it to to test it then your logic could be off and that's where faith comes in that's where the spiritual part of okay i have faith i have faith that this is gonna happen even though the math says i can't do it you got math logic and faith my spirit he he putting spirit in a whole spiritual world together he just like we're gonna bunch this all in one we're gonna he talking about spirit airlines he taking flight Get flight back on there. Anyway, <laughs> man, we about to get up out of here. Yo, Renegade Culture, we want to thank y'all for joining us. My man, Chosen. What yes, up, what Chosen what in the building. The chosen what one, up, you know what I'm saying? Yes. We all, we all are the Chosen ones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Indeed, in our own ways. We, we definitely appreciate you coming through. Um, also, we want to mention a couple things coming up. We have... Uh, we have our, first, uh, our next live broadcast to be on Saturday, the 15th of February. For those of you who are listening, because we know that this podcast will be out tonight. So we know that this Saturday you can catch Renegade Coach at Little Five Points, 2.30 to 3.30. We'll be out there with the break the breaking the vote joint. My man Quick and the Funk Lords will be out there. Chose to be out there spitting a couple things on this Saturday. You know what I mean? For those of you who uh, didn't get to hear his full flow, he'll be rapping on Saturday as well. He'll right. know it yet, but we just committed it. <laughs> All right. Also, also, yes, uh, yes, also, <laughs> also February 22nd. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's going to be spinning this Saturday? Oh, the wow. Ear Doctor. Nah, I said nah, I said nah, the Renegade Coaching nah, Crew. Yeah, oh, now you ain't down the crew. Look at that. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Run DSC and Jam Master J. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. My bad. Pete Rock CL Smooth. We got you. So anyway, the Ear Doctor be spinning on this Saturday as well. Um, also, it's a lecture coming up, uh, The Real Black History, featuring uh, Professor Griff and Walamu Baruti, and yours truly, the most talented host of Renegade Culture, Kalanji Jamachega. Yes, indeed. So that'll be February 22nd. Come check us out. Um, I'd like to thank our guest, um, Chosen. We did uh, that already. Ready Salome, to Salome, who came in two oh, minutes late. Salome. You gotta forget Salome. That's that's Salome. hard. See that? Wow. She damn man, vegan. She don't exist. The small eyed part of Africa. Yes, the small from the small eye tribe. Uh-huh. <laughs> she just rolled up in here. Uh-huh. Uh, CMB uh, small eye extraordinaire. Anyway, CMB. Renegade Culture. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty motherfucker.